Welcome to Tree Dog Tuesday, only on the Fueled by Joy Working Dog Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, it is that time again. It is Tree Dog Tuesday, and we have a good show lined up for you today. Uh, we have, I'm going to talk about Trader getting into the Hall of Fame, of course. I'm excited for my friend. I'm also going to talk about my son winning the Missouri State Youth Championship, and he is going to join us later, which is going to be fun. Uh, proud dad. I can't help it. I'm going to gloat a little bit. Uh, we've got some good listener questions, uh, got some other stuff we're going to touch on. And one point that, uh, I talked about on a recent recording of the AMA, uh, version of Houndsman XP. I want to touch on mean dogs, uh, dogs that are tree possessive, dogs that are ill as a tree and my controversial opinion on that. So we'll, we'll get into it. I'm excited. It's tree dog Tuesday here. We go after this word from Joy Dog Food. Fuel your dog with confidence. Fuel them with power. Fuel them with Joy High Performance 2618, made with the highest quality of ingredients, with beef being the first. Our key ingredients, omega-3 and 6 fatty acids, glucosamine and chondroitin, vitamin E and zinc, will have your dog's coat looking healthier than ever, healthier joints, and a stronger immune system. Not only will your dog have more confidence in the field with our high performance, but you can rest assured that you are feeding your dog a top quality food, knowing that all of our products are 100% American made and our brand has gone over 75 years without any recalls. Fuel your dog with confidence. Fuel them with Joy High Performance 2618. Call 800-245-4125 or visit our website, joydogfood.com. To find a dealer near you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I am bringing this Tree Dog Tuesday uh, podcast to you from camp, one of my favorite areas in the whole world, one of my favorite places in the whole world, and uh, we are coming down in preparation of the Louisiana State Youth Championship, which will. Uh, be covered by Joy Dog Food, sponsored by Joy Dog Food. Uh, my son will hunt in the event, and I will attend. I'm giving a, a talking to to the kids, I guess, which is going to be fun. Uh, they do a great job down there at the uh, Louisiana State Youth Championship. Tim Atkins and crew, they do fantastic, and uh, it's a great event. I'm happy to be able to attend. But, uh, yeah, that's where we're at. Um, you know, it's... We got a lot. We got a little bit of grief uh, last. Not grief. I wouldn't say grief. Uh, questions. Where are you guys at? Where are you guys at? Why aren't Why aren't you at the pro sport? A hundred thousand dollar hunt. And I would have loved to have been. I'd like to have competed and covered it and helped Greg and Scott and them guys as much as I can. I always do like that. But that is Trader Inc. Youth Challenge Week, and that's an event I'm not going to miss. It's in, it's in our eighth year. Uh. It seems like it gets better every year. The kids always have a great time, and we did have a great time. Uh, I had Stacy and Lexi, Credence, Jace. Uh, Con was down there to compete in the water race tree and contest bench show. Uh, he did not win any of those. 
Although Jeremy Burns, he did win a heat in the water race. But the judging was a little little faulty there. Now, Jeremy Burns, I think he might have been getting back at me a little bit for uh, all the fun I poke at him. I don't know, but he said Khan did not bark first. He did hit. He did swim fastest. He did hit the ground first, but he said Khan did not bark first, and he did by split second. Everybody agreed, but not the judge. But you're going to have that. And so, uh, yeah, I look like a uh, soccer mom coming out of the stadium yelling at the ref, come on. <laughs> but no, it was all in good fun. We had a good time. Uh, Burns did a did a lot of work this week, judging, guiding. Dryberger done a ton. Um, Jed puts the bill for that thing. Uh, I try to help as much as I can. I did get some live shots for the Joy uh, Facebook page on there. And, you know, I feel like that's important, more important than the $100,000 hunt. Uh, the reason I do the podcast, uh, the reason I've done the YouTube channel, uh, the reason I do everything that I do is mostly for, not not all the time, but mostly for the good of the sport. Um, I don't want to be... Uh, heard or seen or anything like that it's it's nothing like that i i would just assume shut off all my social media and disappear into the cabin in the woods somewhere nobody ever know where i'm at that would be perfectly okay with me with stacy and the kids of course but but yeah it's uh we wanted to shed a positive light on the sport of competition coon hunting especially at least i did Uh, i wanted to explain to the people that you know they don't know what we do and what we go through and the care that we take of our dogs and that, you know, normal people do this sport. It's just, just folks. Uh, I wanted to kind of bring, bring it to the masses and it's getting there, but it starts right there at events like last weekend. And I can't express that enough. Uh, those kids, even if they never coon hunt another day in their life, are going to have a positive outlook on it. Uh, when they're old enough to vote, you know, it's going to make a difference. You know, it's, it's, I just think it's super important. Uh, I'm glad we did it. I'm glad Wade allowed me to make the decision to go to that hunt and, uh, you know, and, and cover that, which, you know, he was gracious enough to let me do it. And he was happy. I did too. Jace was able to pull out a Friday night win on the Missouri state championship. And so that was good. He was excited. The girls all had fun. But you look at all them kids that got exposed in a positive way to hunting with hounds, and that's where all this starts. If we don't make at least, if every coon hunter does not make, every houndsman does not make at least two more, then the sport's not growing. Uh, if I don't make at least two houndsmen, the sport's not growing. If you don't, if everybody don't, you know, it's either it, anything less and it stays the same or it gets smaller and so yeah that's why we did it i'm glad i did it was very super fun uh we had a great time and so uh yeah we'll talk to jace about it later that's going to be entertaining he's always wanting on the podcast him and credence both and then when i put a mic in front of them they freeze up the only time they're quiet i think but we'll see what we can figure out but yeah had a great time good job to jed and crew down there uh, fantastic event, fantastic time. And I'm sure this weekend at Louisiana, uh, it will be the same exact way. So 
yeah, that's about my rant, I guess, for the day. Uh, one other thing I did want to touch on before we get into listener questions is something me and Chris Powell talked about on Houndsman XP with Heath Hyatt. Me and Chris and Heath, we all got together and done an AMA episode, just recorded it yesterday. Um, and I was in a little bit of a grouchy mood. Uh, unfortunately, Duds had passed away while we were gone at the youth hunt. Um, I don't get super attached to dogs, but, you know, he's been around for 12 years. And he's been a part of the family. And he's brought me a lot of good friends and a lot of growth in the sport. You know, I've, if it wasn't for Duds, I wouldn't have met Finley, probably. And so uh, it was it was sad losing Duds. I knew it was coming. You know, dog was almost 13 years old. Uh, but, you know, you still, we buried him right next to Trader, or I did. I buried him right next to Trader. Jed was on his way, but the ground was soft, thank goodness. And uh, I got I got him in the ground, and, and I'm not going to lie when I tell you I was I was pretty bummed out for a while. And so I'm immediately jump into the XP podcast. So maybe I was in a foul mood. I don't know. But uh, I I made the statement that Con, who is out of duds, he's eight years old now. He's a little rough at a tree. Uh, he gets tree possessive. Uh, if something covers him and he's been there for a while, he's probably going to chew on it a little bit. And I'm okay with that. I'm honest about it. I'm upfront about it. I know what he is. Uh, the way I see it, it takes him about five or six minutes to get pretty mean when he's treed by himself. And if something gets there that late, then they probably got it coming. I, I've hunted pups with him. That dog's trained a lot of young dogs. And if they tree with him right out of the truck, he's not going to do a thing to them. Not a thing. Never even, never even throw an off bark at them. Especially if they're kennel mates or something like that. But in a hunt, uh, he, he's going to get a little rowdy and now he's never gotten in trouble for it. Uh, he's too vocal about it. And sometimes he's not tough enough. He'll start that fight. And then that dog that does come in there is tougher than he is. And he gets pushed off. I've seen that happen a few times, but yeah, don't bother me. Uh, you know, if a dog ain't covering and, and fighting, I don't care if they fight. Uh, tree manners are not as important to guys that hunt the same type of hunts like I do. And to be honest, a lot of these dogs are that way. A lot of these dogs competing in higher end events, treat alone, been there a while, especially a big male dog, something comes into them, there's probably going to be be a little foolishness. And we all know it. And really we don't, it doesn't, it, it's not a problem because they're usually not together anyway. And if they are, it's a bang, bang deal and the dogs are pretty good about it. And, you know, on, on a real quick track, quick tree. Uh, those dogs aren't going to have a whole lot of trouble. And so I want, I want you guys to email me your thoughts. I get the same thing all the time. I get, you know, the whole cover late, get eight group. And the whole every mean dog should be in the ground. If they'll fight at a tree, then they don't deserve to breathe there. But there's a happy medium in there somewhere. Dogs are dogs. Dogs are going to fight. I know why he's fighting. And... Frankly, I don't want that dog coming in there and getting a piece of his tree. And if they do, in my opinion, they need to, they need chewed on a little bit. <laughs> I've used him on covering dogs, young dogs that are coming up or something. You know, we'll send him in there, let him get treed and cut him in there. And if they come in there, they, they, they get what they get. 
And so what I call, and I don't, I wouldn't even call him mean. I'd say, you know, Khan's a little rough. A mean dog will cover and fight. A mean dog will follow a dog around just to fight. Uh, but I know exactly when he's going to do it. And, you know, I'm pretty honest about it. I don't take him to small events or to other registries or something like that where I think he might get covered. Because, uh, you know, I don't want to make somebody mad over a $30 hunt or a $25 UKC hunt or something like that, especially if they're working a young dog and they don't want them chewed on. But at the events that, you know, we usually go to, nobody cares if a dog's a little rough, if it's by itself all the time. And frankly, most of them are a little rough <laughs> and they're by themselves all the time. So it's just uh, different. You know, it, it's not that big a deal to me. But what do you guys think? What do my listeners think? Um, I, I get it both ways. You know, people get a little mad. Chris got mad and I got mad back at him and then we're friends again. That's how, that's how friendship and arguments work. <laughs> so yeah, send, send those comments in. I'd like to read them. Um, you don't have to worry about drawing con anywhere. I don't think, uh, he's eight years old and he's about half cast stale anyway. So I don't think you got to worry about it. Lexi does enjoy hunting him though. He's got that good handle, and she likes petting on him and loving up on him and all that stuff, too. So, But, yeah, that I was just curious. I was thinking about that and thought I might mention it. But Let's get into, I've got two listener questions I want to talk about before we get into the second part of this podcast. And I get a bunch, and I like them. Keep them coming. They're, they're fantastic. Uh, but the first one is by uh, uh, Thomas Johnson. That's who this is. And he says, How do you handle a hound that runs, trees its own own raccoon, but once other dogs get to the tree and cover it, it leaves entirely or just mills around not treeing? Now, those are what, me and Chris talked about this too, uh, what I would call a genetic loner. Uh, there's, some dogs that are just, especially now that we breed for that trait so much more often, there's dogs that are just naturally want to be alone. And it's not uncommon like it used to be. It's actually getting more common by the generation. And the, the fix is an easy one. Uh, find a dog that you know is going to cover him. Go in there. Uh, sneak, in on, sneak in, let him get tree. Sneak into the tree, uh, with, especially with thermals now. I'll just use my thermal. Uh, have somebody send that covering dog from the truck. As soon as it gets there and that dog tries to get down and leave, you go catch the dog, you bring it back to the tree, you tie the dog that covered up, you reward the dog with a coon. Shoot it out to him. Let him have it. Rinse and repeat. Now, not only does this help the dog that's leaving when it gets covered, it also helps the dog that's covering. I've done this three or four times with two or three borrowed dogs. One of which we've done this maybe five or six times. I think it was Bella. I think I think Bella was leaving and we wanted to some send something into her. And we'd done this five or six times to a, a, a buddy's dog. I just borrowed her and went over there and, hey, you care for Hunter? This is what we're going to do. No, he said, that's fine. And before long, you'd cut her into something tree that she wouldn't go anywhere near it. Because she knew she was going to go in there and tree and get covered or get caught, tied back, and watch another dog chew on a coon. 
So not only did we make one more independent, we kept one from leaving trees too. Uh, we've done that, I don't know, five or six different dogs. You know, it's, it's a pretty simple fix. Those dogs figure it out. You know, hey, it's okay for this dog to be on the tree with me. Uh, yeah, that's what we do with all of them. And uh, it's worked well with us. And so, yeah, give that a shot, Thomas. Uh, the second question uh, was Susie AG again, or Rebecca AG again. Um, she's uh, sent us a couple good questions now. But this is a question I actually had, uh, I had talked about with a hunting buddy of mine the other night. And it says, uh, my question for today is, in your opinion, do you think nursing sows have less scent or do you think it just coincides with other biological events, weather-related? Maybe there just isn't that much scent because they're simply not moving around that much or just lack of dog power. Could they be messing with off-game and given this time of year learn to fall as hunters is that you must be an old sow track. Now, this time of year, and I'm talking, I don't like when the kittens are down either. I mean, we don't tree as many coon right now once the sows are, are nursing either. But I think, in my opinion... Uh, I think it's just a movement issue. Uh, that sow's not going to get very far from her kits. Uh, her track is from her den down to get some water, maybe a quick bite back to her den. There's no big long feeder tracks anymore this time of year. Uh, there's food everywhere. Uh, the frogs are chirping. Uh, there's you know plenty plenty for them to eat, especially here. Uh, so you don't get those big long feeder tracks, and then that i think that's what you're looking at i mean that's my opinion now there are other species that their scent changes as they're certain times of year and you know you also look at this time of year at home and then the grass is getting greener the pollen's getting worse i don't think the scenting conditions are as good uh right now as they are you know in early march mid-march late march somewhere around in there you know early april and so i just think it's a combination of all those factors but the main one is dog power because I've seen really good dogs that are good this time of year too. <laughs> I don't have one, but I've seen them. <laughs> I know they exist. I've seen dogs tree really uh, tree a lot of coons on nights when other dogs couldn't. And so, yeah, I think it's all, I think it's all three. So, uh, yeah, thank you for your, another question, Rebecca. And those are the two I wanted to get at. Uh, we will take a quick commercial break and we will come back with the Missouri State Youth Champion, Jace Michaelis. So let's take a quick minute to talk about Joy Dog Food. Now, I'm not going to talk about the quality of the product, how it's going to stack up just as good, if not better, than what you're feeding now. I'm not going to talk about all the things we do for dog sports and working dogs in general. Uh, I'm not going to talk about all the winners that are using Joy Dog Food, all the world champions and trucks and all that stuff that have won, been won on Joy Dog Food. Not even going to bring it up. What I want to talk about is how to get it. Uh, you want Joy Dog Food? Go into your locally independent-owned store. It could be a hardware store, a feed store, a farm and home. Heck, we've even sold feed out of a barber shop before. If they've got a storefront. We've got a distributor that can probably get them some dog food for you. We like to do business at the same place that you grew up in, that same little feed store that you bought your first pocket knife in and listened to your first hunting stories in. Those are the places that we like doing business. 
So go into that place. Give them your business. Give them our info. Go to joydogfood.com. Our office number's on there. There's a contact us page. Depending on what region they're in, they will get in touch. They will get that dealer in touch with one of the sales reps who will get them some dog food. So that's who we want to do business with. That's how we want to sell dog food. We want to do it with American small business, with an American product, and we've been doing it since 1945 with no recalls. So go to joydogfood.com, go into that store, and let us help you get fueled by joy. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I am here with the... 2023 Missouri State Youth Champion, Jace Michaelis. Hello. <laughs> you don't have to get that close to the mic and talk that loud. So. Figured that out. Yeah, just talk normal. <laughs> I don't know if I can do that. Yeah, I don't either. We're going to try, though. Okay. So you had a big win last weekend. Yep. And you had it with Hazel. Hazel. Yeah, you bet. So why don't you tell the listeners what you like so much about hazel because i know you like her oh uh, she has a little hard hard tree dog if you put her in the woods she'll go hunting yeah what uh do you, do you think she's easier to handle than some of the others you've handled in the past because you've hunted rain mm-hmm. and con she's small and easy to handle though yeah. like she doesn't she won't drag you across the gravel road or anything <laughs> <laughs> so on friday night uh, you got your early round cast win. How'd that cast go? It went really good. I'm, yeah. I didn't think I was going to get in, though. I only had one coon. Yeah. You didn't think 175 would do it? No, but it did. Yeah. Tell me about the cast. I'm not very good at remembering cast, but I'll <laughs> tell you what I do remember. <laughs> we cut loose, and I did not get struck for 100. And I struck in for 75. She went in, treated a coon. Something like that. I don't know how that happened. But she, she treed, and there's a coon in the tree. Well, that's, I, that's a tree and a coon. So, yeah. I just don't know how she treed the coon or how long it took her or any of that. But oh, she treed she... a coon, and then she only made one tree in the early round. Yeah, that's the only tree she made? In the early round, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, nothing else treed a coon in that cast? No, I was the only one with plus points. Yeah. And then uh, 175 got you in the late round. Yep. And so you're in the final four of the state championship. Was you nervous? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Quite a bit. Did you think you had a pretty good chance at pulling it off with Hazel? I thought I'd get second or third, but I didn't think I'd win it. Yeah. Once I got in the woods, though, I had a pretty good feeling about it. Yeah. When did you think you... Well, how about you just tell me about that cast? I watched that cast live. I stayed in the truck, and Jed walked with you. And I watched it on the live feed of Fryburgers. But uh, what was going through your mind in that cast? How did it go? Uh, it went pretty good. Yeah. Um, I didn't have to worry about having a high score in that cast. I just had to be leading the cast. Yeah. She had a few circle points. I mean, 150 plus. Yeah. Treed the only coon in that cast too, didn't she? I think so. Yeah. If I remember right, she did. Yeah. Now, her tr- her coon was not very far from her first tree, was it? No, I don't think so. No, when you know. when you recut her and she kind of milled around there, right around you, sniffing around. Yeah, so I cut her loose and she didn't really do much, and then she, and then we backed up a little and she walked in there and fell tree. Yeah. 
and I didn't add a coon. I was kind of surprised. I didn't think she had it the way she treated. I thought it was a jealous tree or something. Yeah. Well, there was two other dogs not very far from her. What, 30 yeah. feet probably? Yeah, they were too far. Yeah. I thought she was just treeing a tree, though. Yeah. Does she do that sometimes? Yeah. <laughs> we, we figured that out the next night when she treed on about a six-inch jealous tree. I said if she's going to jealous tree, she better hurry up and figure out how to pick bigger ones. <laughs> That's what it looked like to me. I was walking along in that cast, and I, it kind of felt like a jealous tree. I think it was we we cut her in towards Cat and Sleepy, and she was kind of surrounded, and she didn't want a tree with them, and she couldn't get around them. I think she just grabbed one. Well, she better learn how to pick a bigger one, then. <laughs> hey, if it was there, we ought to have been able to find it, So, and it wasn't there. Yeah, that is true. There was like 22 minutes left in the cast, and Sleepy had 200. So. Yeah, Sleepy's a good dog. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't have to walk too far, at least. What about the rest of the weekend? All the activities and stuff going on there. Did you have a good time? Yeah. Yeah. The fishing tournament and water race and stuff. Yeah. Con can swim. We figured that out. Yeah, he can swim. The girls handled him in the water race. And he, he um, uh, if Burns could hear, he would have won that heat. Yeah. <laughs> he needed to have his hearing aids in. <laughs> All right, so now we're on to the Louisiana State Youth Championship, and we're right here at camp this week. Yep. And we're headed over to Louisiana for that. And you're, you're hunting brandy at that, so you're going to... It's going to get interesting. Yeah. She'll bay a skunk or something and get me scratched. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know what she'll do. <laughs> All right, so what do you think... Uh, what, what big plans you got for Hazel in the future? What are we going to do with her? I really want to try to get her to a silver champion. Yeah. She's close. And I want to get another litter of pups, too. Yeah. I think we should breed her to Con. Yeah. His first litter was pretty good. Yeah. I agree. I think that'd be a good cross. So. All right, buddy. Is there anything else you want to add before you get down here? Yeah. If we have puppies, I hope they don't have Hazel's peanut head. Yeah. That is true. <laughs> I hope they look like Con and, and hunt like Hazel. Hopefully. <laughs> I guess she's, she's got to make up for it in the woods. So. Yeah, that's right. Hazel is not good to look at. No. She didn't win the bench show. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for sitting down with me, buddy. Yep. All right. That is Jace Michaelis, the 2023 Missouri State Youth Champion. Uh, pretty proud of him. And congrats to all the other finalists, too. Uh, those kids did a fantastic job. That whole week was full of kids that were being good sportsmen. Uh, the Saturday Night Trader Inc. Youth Series and, or Youth Championship, and then the the uh, Missouri State Youth Championship the night before. They, but all the kids done a really good job. You had a good cast on with all them kids, didn't you, buddy? Yeah, it was fun. Yep. So all right, kudos to those guys that put that hunt on, and congratulations to the rest of the finalists. Uh, that will be it for this week's tree dog tuesday remember to tune in tomorrow for our regular fuel by joy working dog podcast it's going to be a good one and thank you for listening